What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Night Podcast. This is episode 108. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up? Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you may be in this world. Happy Tuesday. Let's talk some golf. Tour Championship Week, East Lake Golf Club, top 30 guys, top 29 guys. Yeah. Because this morning, Willie Z, Will Zalatoris, one of our guys, not only WD'd from the tour championship due to two uh, herniated, is that how you pronounce that word? Discs in his it is, back. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote it a couple times this morning, had no idea how to There's pronounce it. There's a lot of ways you can pronounce that. Like herniated. Herniated. Herniated disc in his back, two of them. The, the important he, word to pronounce there, too, is disc. Yeah, yeah. Who said dicks on TV once? Steve Levy on Sports Center. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Which was very funny. All time. I think, a couple, I think a couple other people have done it since then, too. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I think someone has definitely done it on a golf broadcast. Like yeah. Immelman or something said dicks instead. Dicks. Uh, what was I going to say? He withdrew from the tour championship. He was number three in the FedEx Cup standings. He had a legitimate chance to win $18 million or at the very least, probably like four to $8 million. He withdrew, and he also is not playing in the President's Cup next month, which is just a gigantic loss for the United States team. There were six automatic qualifiers, well, not announced, that qualified right after the BMW Championship, I think, is the last event that gets points mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And Zalatoris was number seven. So he missed automatic, but he was going to be on that team. Yep. And now... Davis of the third has to pick like Aaron wise to fill his spot, which isn't great. Yeah. There's a look. I was looking at the list of guys after that. Like there's uh interesting names to pick there. Like, so Kisner, I'll, would you pick Kisner? Yeah. So, so the next six were Wills out Jordan speed, Calmore, Cal, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Cameron young right there. That's your six. You don't need to put any thought into it. You just pick those six guys. The next Text six, the standings and say, see you at uh, Wells Fargo. Exactly. Whatever, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Quill. <Quill-Hall. laughs> Quail Hollow. Yeah, Quail Hollow. <laughs> then right back. Sorry, spell check. I meant Quail Hollow. Yeah. See you there. So those are your guys. The next option at third team is Tom Hoagie, which no one in their right mind is going to pick Tom Hoagie. Every time I, mean, I hear that name, I get hungry. I get hungry yeah. every time I hear You want to go get a hoagie? A hoagie? I've, I've, you want to go down there and get a hoagie? Is that what you call a sandwich? No, but I, I know that's what people in uh, Baltimore and Philly call it. I was going to say, I think that's a Philly word. What is yeah. the, I, what, I think it's just a, a sub up here. It's sub up there in New York. It's a hero hero, which I think is the stupidest one. I think hero's terrible. Yeah. Where'd that come from? You want to go down there and get a hoagie? I get hoagie because they're called hoagie rolls, aren't they? It's like a big sub roll. It's called a hoagie roll yeah. or something. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. No, no, no. Tangent. Uh, JT Poston is number at 14. Kevin Kisner, Cameron Tringale, who's never won on the PGA tour. <laughs> uh, my guy, Max is seven or Mav is 17. Uh, Scott Stallings, Russell Henley, Brian Harmon, Aaron Wise, Keegan Brown. I will kill myself if he chooses Keegan. He won't. Kind of hope he does now. Uh, Daniel Berger, who I don't think has played golf. In I forgot six about months. Daniel Berger. Wow. Yeah. What was the last time Daniel Berger played golf? I forgot all about the Bergman. I forgot he existed. He's got to be hurt. He has yeah. to be. I'm looking it up right now. Daniel Berger's last start was the U.S. Open where he missed the cut. Is he hurt right now? Uh, yeah, back. Remember he pulled out right before the uh, Open Championship? He okay. Pulled out the event right after that. Okay, cool. So he he's out. Um, 
Yeah. And then you get Keith Mitchell, Denny McCarthy, Luke List, whatever. It is not great after those first 12 names. I think you got to go with the people's favorite. Kids? No, Sahith. Put oh, Sahith yeah. That'd there. be a fun one, too. Put Sahith in there. He's 30th. He's way down. Yeah. I like Sahith's game more than, oh, I don't know. Davis Riley has been playing really good golf. But, like, again, yeah. no juice. No. I don't know who he was going to pick. Kevin Kisner, the last time he made a President's Cup team, was an animal. I don't think he yeah. lost. Or he was really no. good. He might have lost, but I know he was really good. I, I like him, his fiery aspect to him. But I also like how the President's Cup is kind of like a, bre- a breeding ground for Ryder Cup, right? So a little less pressure than the Ryder Cup. Why not get one of the younger guys in there on the team? I 100, I 100% agree with you. But I, as we talk about these these guys, though, I think we got to go back to Willie Z. Like this injury stinks for him for two reasons, right? One, he's going to lose a ton of money at by not playing. He's still going to get 500K for not playing, which is great. Yeah, 500k for not playing a weekend of golf anytime but like you said he was what number three and third play he was going to win he was going to win over three million dollars this weekend so it cost him a lot of money and you know like after that win he must have been fired up and like ready to fly into this thing and then go right to the president's cup and start playing in team events and start creating you know you only get so many times to get into these things and kind of create an essence of yourself or a reputation for yourself for future teams. So like, if you go in there and just dominate, like you're, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be set to play in Ryder cups. Patrick Reed was only popular for a couple of years because he was good in president cups and Ryder cups. Like that's exactly. where, that's where fans, not only golf fans watch those kind of events, but just sports fans watch those. And they're like, Oh, this dude's sick. So Willie Z had the opportunity to become one of those golfers that non-golfers are like, Oh, I know Will's out He was the mm-hmm. guy that yeah. did whatever at a, the Ryder and Cup. The more we can it. get our young fiery guys like that on the team and on these teams and in these moments, you know, the, the stronger the U S team becomes hundred percent. So it's a bummer. Uh, it's he, a big bummer. Yeah. I, he's probably going to be on the Ryder cup net next year. If I had to guess. Yeah, he's just insane, but it's a bummer for him. I believe so. He was third in the FedEx Cup standings, which means he was going to start at seven under three back of Scotty. And if he didn't move, I'm pretty sure third place gets six million this week because mm-hmm. I think second place gets what eight. Yeah. I might be one off on that. But I mean, he was in line for just an enormous payday. I think Digest tweeted it. The second yeah, place finisher, enormous payday, lots of good money, but also you know, playing in the um, in the uh, tour championship is a goal of all these guys. And to after, especially after winning in Memphis, you know, if he'd been able to finish last weekend and then come into this, you know, you'd want to win the FedEx Cup and win eighteen million dollars. So, I mean, five hundred k, like we said, is a good little little chunk. But man, yeah, it's a lot of money. So the so the winner obviously gets eighteen. Runner up gets six point five. Third place gets five. Fourth place gets four. Yeah. So I mean, he lo- yeah, I mean, he lost out on probably like what minimum if he even falls a little bit, probably like two million dollars over the course of four days. Yeah. I've, I, now, so I've spent the uh, better half of the last hour or so trying to figure out if I like or don't like the format of the Tour Championship. And, I don't know. Uh, I I don't. I just keep coming back to like I don't know how you can do it without these strokes you have to have some advantage for playing well in the playoffs i just i remember watching it and we can talk about this a little bit more when we when we start going over the tour championship a little bit more but 
I remember before, like remember the year Tiger won the tour championship? He won it the last year that it was not for the FedEx Cup. Yeah. And I remember he was winning it, but the only way that they were keeping track of who was actually winning the FedEx Cup was like a separate points calculator they would only announce like every 10 minutes on the broadcast and you just had no clue where anybody was at any point you literally had no clue yeah so in that aspect i do like it um i don't know i do i do think that playoff events are are important and them being worth more points is definitely worth something I, I don't think that one second place finish should put Scott Stallings in the top like 12 of the FedEx upstandings. Yeah. I can see you know that. what I mean? Like, I think they're worth just a little bit too much, maybe. Yeah. But playoffs do need to count more. But I mean, Scott Stallings was what he had like one top 20 this year, two yeah. top 20s this year. And all of a sudden he's 12th just because he finished one second once. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I kind of like the uh, I like how it's different, obviously, from everything else. Where when they tee off on Thursday, there's already a leaderboard with, with stuff. It's kind of a fun way. It's an easy way to follow along who's doing the FedEx Cup. Yeah, and they expect probably a little bit more of a viewership, and it's just easier for people that don't follow golf all year to be like, "Oh, that guy's like winning," and if yeah. he wins, he wins. And like they don't need to bring in Steve Sands anymore to go through all this math. And if he does this here, and if he does that there, and does like, why are we jumping through all these hoops? Yeah, exactly. Actually, Scott Stallings had a better year than I thought he did. But and th- things go bad for you in a hurry. Like just because you have a two-stroke lead, I mean, I mean, we saw Colin Morikawa last Sunday have a ten on a hole. You know, <laughs> things things can go bad for you in a hurry. So it's not Real like quick. It's not like you're guaranteed to win just because you have a two-stroke lead going into Thursday. Scott Stallings had seven top ten, so he actually had a way better year than I thought. So yeah, shout out I'd Stallings. like you apologize. Please apologize to Scott. Yeah, Stallings. shout out Scott Stallings. Hey, I was I I bet on him a couple times this year. I, he didn't win me any money, but I did bet on him. By the way, he said after the round on Sunday that he, the only time he looked at the scoreboard was after he put it in on eighteen. I think that's I think that's crazy. Absolutely false. How? There's no shot that's true. Yeah, because there's 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 leaderboards all over the place, right? There's oh you th- you meant like that's crazy that he did that. I don't believe him. Yeah, like if he, like if I couldn't believe being in that moment and like not trying to see where you are. I just don't think there's any. Like, how do you tee off eighteen without knowing that like you need to make a birdie on this hole, you lose. Yeah. So were you just gonna make an easy par and be like, oh crap, I needed a birdie? Like, nah, dude, you're looking at the leaderboard uh, to see what you need to do. Like, did I win? Uh, no, you lost by one. Oh, oh, I would have oh, tried to birdie that hole. It's like, what Jesus. do you even, look at the leaderboard twenty minutes prior and you're like, oh, now I need a birdie. So I don't, oh. I don't believe that. Uh, but yeah, he had a great week. Obviously, Patrick Cantlay won. Hmm. Uh, he just loves the BMW Championship. Patrick Cantlay's weird, man. He's a uh, he's a strange guy. He's just a weird golfer. He doesn't show up in majors at all. No, nope. but he likes outside of majors. He likes big tournaments like Memorial. Although he was handed the Memorial on a silver platter, but yeah, and he screwed me this year. He screwed me hard this year mm-hmm. at the Connecticut uh, tournament. Oh yeah, when he shot ninety on Remember, Sunday. Yeah, he was yeah. one down. I thought for sure he was announcing live the next day. <laughs> like what's how does this happen? He shoot nine over, but yeah, and like. Uh, he's a weird dude. He's very slow. Like there really isn't like, there really isn't like a friend of mine is like, well, good for Patrick Cantley. I'm like, I don't have any kind of like, I don't have any emotions towards Patrick Cantley. I don't have any ties to him. No, not at all. 
like, I, like him. Is... I, I liked him in the president's cup and the Ryder cup when he would, he would show, he showed fire there. And like, he, I was like, Oh, look at that. Like he actually like cares. But like in these, in these tournaments, he's kind of like a Dustin Johnson where like just little waves. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. He's got no juice. He's very boring. Normal yeah. weeks. But again, during Ryder cup or president's cup, I'll root for anybody right. that's on our team. Yeah. Like I was, biggest, I was the biggest, I was the, yeah, probably that week. Like when Bryson was bombing it all over during the Ryder Cup last year, I'm like, let's go, baby. Come on now. But yeah. outside of that, I hate him. It's just right. one of those things. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any tie to Patrick Cantley. I could care less about whether he wins or loses. Doesn't yeah. me. Friend we had a, my, my friend Mike, who uh, the Medina Mike, he was very happy for Cantley. He's a big he's, Cantley guy. Yeah. <laughs> might be guy. like his lone fan. <laughs> I know. Like, All right. It's, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy a patrick cantley fan i don't know yeah i'm oh, so happy for patrick like uh, yeah i mean it's great for him it's awesome. <laughs> sure yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> that's actually really funny i didn't yeah. think those existed yeah so shout out patrick yeah so shout out patrick cantley i guess yeah uh so i don't know i don't do you have anything on the bmw it was a good tournament the leaderboard was stacked yeah um, the leaderboard was stacked it was fun sunday was good uh, uh, to, just to get back to Morikawa, he went on. This is how bad golf can be. He went 10th hole birdie, 11th hole, four putt double, 12th hole, two balls in water, a 10. And then he just had pars the rest of the way. Like he's just like he was walking up that green. And I'm like, did he just forget how to play golf? And it was par, 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 par. Like that 10 just didn't happen. It is the stupidest game on earth, dumbest game ever. It was just uh, t- ten. Whenever you see a professional, like Morikawa is like a like a you know a he's a world class golfer. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was watching and I was seeing him like, and this is for a ten. I'm like, it's for a what now? <laughs> he had two balls, ninety two yards out in the fairway, and put them both in the water. He pulled a Sergio. Yeah. What did you say? did Sergio make a ten or was it even more than a ten? I think it was more than a ten, right at the uh, the Masters, eleven or twelve or something, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. But I love I loved uh, I loved the course. I thought the course was great. The greens were burned out. They're starting to look like US Open there on Sunday. Um I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought the course was really cool. The elevation changes were awesome. It just shows how when greens are firm, golf courses are hard. Mm-hmm. Just what it is. Because no matter what the length of rough is, I know their rough was kind of brutal, but even if it's not even that high and you just takes a spin off it a little bit, you're not holding greens. Now you got to be able to get up and down. Fairways become important when they're usually not form greens are the best. And it is funny because before the tournament started, Patrick Cantlay got on the course and pretty much said the setup was uh, boring and bullshit because it was just about distance. And then he goes on to win, which I always love. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, remind me of the BMW course from last year that I played well at. (laughs) So yeah, you gotta like it. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I thought the golf course was awesome. I really liked it. Shout out Delaware. First time they ever hosted a PGA tour event. And then um, I, I closed out my uh, my season um, my season pool with Sung Jm, who was tied for tenth going into Sunday, and then shot like eight over on Sunday. So perfect. Did he really? Yeah, it was a perfect end to my stupid season of just. What a terrible year we had for that. I know. Last year we finished in the money, thanks to Cantlay's win at the BMW. This year, Sung Jm, not even close. No, so it's weird now to not have any to make a pick for this one. Yep. Pickless. I feel, I feel. I feel lifeless. I feel lonely. 
So a couple, a couple things. Uh, I don't, I know you're a big, uh, am guy. Sam Bennett won the U S uh, amateur. Yeah. I, I loved it. I couldn't, I couldn't get over like Friday. They had the, the, the round of 16 and it just wasn't on television. <laughs> Like, crazy i was i was like flip, flipping around I'm like where is it i'm like it's got to be on peacock i'm like i'll throw five bucks at peacock to watch this and it's like no we'll just see you guys tomorrow for the round of eight I'm like oh, okay like it was great television like colt nosed and the smiley coffin were, were awesome on course guys like these are the fun tournaments like you don't even know have to know what any of these guys are but like with the match play aspect of it you just get locked into these matches i was all ready for a friday afternoon match play session and nope so that was I mean, we've said it a hundred times. I'd watch anybody play match play. It's just the best. Yeah, it's great. It's the best. And the kid that won it was it Bennett. He, he was the one that won it. Yeah, he goes. Um, what is he a tech? Uh, he's a Texas kid, I'm sure. And he was yeah. talking. He was talking his shit after he won his first couple of matches. Yeah. Like, yeah, these players are great, but I'm better than all of them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. His, then he was like, his pace of play was horrific, and his uh, facial hair was even worse. So I was rooting against him the whole time. I always root against somebody that stands over the ball for 45 seconds before they pull it. And then someone said that he looked like Dabo Sweeney, and I was like, I couldn't get that out of my head. He looked exactly like Dabo. Damn, he kind of does look like he Dabo does. Sweeney. They kept showing his headshot, like the, the NBC headshot it was him. It was like, he it was, it looked like it was a young Dabo. Yeah, I think he plays for what, Texas A&M, I think. Yeah. But I mean, that's huge for him. He gets into what, the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the Open next year. Yeah. Almost positive. And- and the kid that finished in second, again, I always forget these names because it's just we never see him. But he had that story. He gets into all those tournaments, too. And he had that awesome interview after Saturday's round where he was in tears talking about his, his dad who passed away. And you hear, did you see that story where he had like his dad's ball marker? He always had it in his pocket and he couldn't find it anywhere before his round. And he's like, oh, he checked his pockets, checked everything. He was like, wow, I lost my dad's thing. And then on the 16th hole, he went to mark his ball. He pulled something out of his pocket and it was his dad's ball marker crazy and he was like gee well, he was like welling up and made a big putt it's like that's just so cool it's just unbelievable <laughs> yeah so it was good u.s amateur was great women's amateur last week in seattle was awesome love it love it uh tiger woods and rory mcelroy did you see this they started uh they founded a new company yeah. called i don't know what this company Sports. i don't even know what this company means it's i like, it's like linkedin talk where you're like people are like saying stuff business speak and you're like i don't know what, what you're saying in real life yeah, so I can read this description to you. It's called Tomorrow Sports. It's not, it's T T M R W Sports, but it's pronounced Tomorrow Sports. I don't know what they are. Uh, I'd worked together to launch a technology driven competition series for the top stars in the PGA Tour. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know. What it means. Apparently, it's supposed to be in ballparks or sports stadiums and stuff, and it's some sort of. Yeah, I have no clue <laughs> what this I clicked, means. I clicked on the link to their website on Twitter, and it took me to a bad gateways page. It said, you know, yeah, their website's down. Yeah, I'm I like, okay, I don't know what any of this is. I, I, I don't, I don't know. In a world where technology provides us with so many choices for using our time, we want to make sports more accessible for as many as possible. I, I don't know what this company does, what is, but that? if <laughs> what but would if, you say that you do here? Yeah, I'm gonna. What would you say you do here, Mr. Woods? I don't know. But if it, if it involves Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy, I'm sure it's going to be pretty cool. So I think the, the, the park event thing is starting in 2024. I really don't know what it is. I have no clue. I have no idea. No idea. But, but I wish them well in their endeavors. I hope they do good technology business. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I hope all of your technology business goes well. Yep. And then the last thing, the last little news thing is they had a, uh, did we talk about the players only meeting? No. Last week? This no, week's- we didn't know. Any, we didn't have any of the, uh, we didn't have any of the uh, details. Right. Or no, they were, they were doing it after our meeting, after our podcast recording. Yeah. Same day, I believe. Tiger yeah, was going. Tiger flew in. Rounds. Yeah. It sounds so, like there's some good news, right? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. All the proposals are already on Jay Monahan's desk, which is kind of cool. It's gonna kind of involve like a season within a season, no cut events, the top players playing together more often. Because I believe this year, all the players that attended the meeting, which I'm in uh, no laying ups website because they had like the exclusive scoop or whatever uh, to run through them. Scheffler. Aurora's Patrick Cantley, John Rahm, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Kyle Morkow, Will Zalatoris, Victor Hovland, Matt Fitzpatrick, Sam Burns, Jordan Speed, Tony Finau, Billy Ho, Cameron Young, Neiman, Homa, Lowry, Hatton, Kisner, Adam Scott, and Ricky. So yeah. shout out Ricky. He's not leaving, which I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, we're all in this meeting. They were talking about how they play together more often because of those, of all those players, they all played together seven times out of the 30 something events or whatever mm-hmm. this year, which is just never. So I guess their first meeting was just a couple of them and happened to the JP McManus pro M in Ireland. And that was the, what two weeks before the open or open week. I forget open week. No week before the open week, but it was Scottish open week. The, yeah. Yeah. So that was when the first event or the first meeting happened. Um, I'm trying to find exactly when it details the the events. But they so they don't have they don't have the total events or anything like named yet. They're thinking around like 15 or so, and you know they, they don't have the number of players they would have in there. They're the, they're throwing around the number of 60 players around there. So so it just seems like it. The, the big thing you take away from all this is that it's important for all these top players to be talking together and figuring out their schedules together and saying how important it is for them to be playing against each other more often. Right. Correct. It's an, it's an entertainment business and live is live is forcing them into seeing that this is an entertainment business and that they all should be trying to, and, and, and you know, in the past they weren't, they weren't get a piece of the pie like they will now, but it's important for them and important for the ratings to have the best players and the best tournaments more often. Correct. And especially with Liv taking away those middle tier players, all of a sudden those non big events are weaker and mm-hmm. that destroys the product, which is the main reason why we've been complaining about Liv. Well, not the main reason why we were complaining <laughs> yeah. about Liv, but one of the main reasons we were complaining about Liv is it makes those events terrible. So yeah. this hopefully will fix that, which is huge. No cut, I believe. Big money. I know Fire Pit Collective reported 12, 20 million, I believe, for those yeah. events, but that number hasn't been like confirmed or whatever. But it should be pretty cool. I don't know yeah. when that change is going to take place. I'm sure it's going to take a couple of years to install something like that. But I mean, that makes the product way better and it makes golf better if we get to see all those guys play against each other yeah, times a year it, instead of seven. Right. And say it's the top 60 guys in the world. If you're playing in the other events, you know, that if you're not in those events and you're say like you're the 99th player in the world and you're playing in, you know, other events that aren't the top 15, you can play your way into that. And you know, if you play your way into that by playing well, you're, you're going to get paid a lot of money to do it. So, so I think it, it forces the guys from 61 to 125 to play better and it gives them something to push for. And then it gives the fans the enjoyment of watching the top 60 play. So it's not like a, 
no cut 54 hole shotgun start like a like a live series there's actually some meaning behind this which is what we like to put it in to turn it's like a bunch of uh, wgc's is pretty much what it comes down to right you know what i mean that's pretty much that's pretty much what it is which are some of the best events to watch or and or go to as a fan because you know when the cut comes or doesn't come like everybody's there right like when you go when you buy saturday tickets to a, a big pga tour event there's a chance that like half of the big names are just not going to be there on Saturdays with this event. You just know everybody that's going to be there for four days, which is awesome. I think is a big, is a big upside for that. Yeah, it's good. It's good that they're, it's actually good to get some like good news out of this where, you know, for months now, it's always been like, this guy's leaving, this is going here. And like, it's been a bummer. So it's good to have, and it's amazing to have tiger, you know, for funding this, but it's also great to have, so many young players involved and some of the names that surprised you the most, like I'm, I'm shocked that Tyrrell Hatton hasn't left for live. Like, he God, I thought like he was gone. Friend. He just seems like a guy that would go team up with Poulter and Westwood and uh, whoever they have and just collect money. And he, he's still grinding every week on the, on the PGA tour. So I'm surprised he's there. That's good to see. I was glad to see guys like Cantlay, um, you know, Cantlay, Xander. And then there's Hideki, right? He's the, he's the big piece that they were thinking he was going to live. And now they're saying that he probably won't, which would be a huge win for the tour just because of how big he is in the world of golf, you know, Japan, everything. He's a huge, huge domino in this entire yeah. thing. Because if, if he leaves, all, he brings that huge viewership from Japan. All of a sudden, I'm sure Daniel Rapport was tweeting about it. Then all of a sudden, Liv is probably going to get a TV deal with all those yeah. companies coming over with Hideki. So... Or if he stays, I'm going to probably have to call him Hideki now. Hideki, yeah. I'm going to have to change his name to back to the Hideki in my mind. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. A, another report came out that seven, I think seven guys are going to be announced to live after the tour championship, I believe. I guess, uh, I guess an all Aussie team is already like that's already gone uh, done in place. So Cam Smith, Mark Leishman, I don't know if Adam Scott is going to be one of them. Did I just say his name and that yeah, no laying up thing? All right. So yeah, maybe not him. He was in the meeting. Yeah, so maybe not him, but an Aussie team, I guess, is already kind of in place, but we'll know seven more names sooner rather than later. And then you look, but you look at these guys who are in live now and they all thought they'd be able to play. Like they thought the suspensions would be overturned in court and they'd be allowed to play. And now that now that court case has been pushed to, to January of 2024. Over a year from now. Over, yeah, a year and a half from now. Yep. So like you can't, you're not going to be able to play all the next year. Like you're, you're not like Norman was trying to tell these guys like, Oh, in their text, like you won't be suspended. You'll be fine. Like Taylor Gooch right now is probably like, what, what, what are we, what? Uh, it's like, I'm getting paid a lot of money. Sure. But like, now I can't go, like I can't go play in the tour ever. <laughs> so it's wild. Yeah. Just for those texts. That was a, that was probably over a month ago now, or maybe, maybe at the beginning of the month, Sergio I, Norman text. Yeah. 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 Sergio was like, Oh, they're going to suspend us from everything. And and Norman was like, Oh no, they can't do that. And he probably told a bunch of guys that. And all of a sudden now, at least for the next year and a half, they're just out of everything. Yeah. And like, like guys like Poulter and Westwood and those guys are old and like, they probably wouldn't play it, but even the, so the, for Poulter, like he, I think he always enjoyed playing on the PGA tour and now his, you know, his time's running out there and he probably could have played another year or two there. And now he's not going to be able to play at all. I mean, he's, he got rich, more rich by playing for live, but I don't know. I think, I think there's gotta be part of these guys looking back being like, Ooh, this is all this money worth it. Maybe it uh, is to them. I'm sure Dustin Johnson doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I'm sure for some of them, they don't like Brooks. I, I oh, Brooks guarantee you it doesn't give a shit, but 
for some of the guys that maybe care about a little bit more, like playing at Bay Hill, playing at the, excuse me, Genesis, playing at the Memorial, like all of a sudden that they care now. So I don't yeah. know. I speaking of Brooks, I forgot about him, and I I looked him up yesterday on Twitter, and it's like one of his first tweets is a uh, feature that Live Golf did on him, and it was he and his brother having breakfast at their house in Portland in their Airbnb. And Brooks had his hood on. He's just like, Ugh. and he's just like, I like my egg over it. Like it was, just, it was like a minute and a half of like, oh yeah, that's right. Brooks is a real big douche pack. That's right. I forgot. Okay, yeah. Like, it was I forgot. Just, like he has a cook there, like his chef there that travels with him, and she like makes some eggs, and he comes down and his hoodie on. He just goes preach, preach. Like just preesh. everything. Up- about instead of saying I appreciate it or saying hey thank you for this breakfast he's just like preach I don't care about nothing uh, I'm bro I don't practice <laughs> I hate Brooks <laughs> I was just waiting for that I was just waiting for that <laughs> so but I, I watched the whole thing I'm like you are oh. I don't know if Liv could have chosen like a, a worse guy to follow around if they wanted entertaining media content yeah did the camera guy go back and like listen guys I got I got a gold moment he and his brother are having eggs. His brother likes them over easy. He likes them scrambled. They're not gonna believe this. <laughs> Love this. It's about a. It's gonna be about a minute and a half video, and it's gonna really make it like all the money we gave him to come over here. It's really gonna be worth it. Yeah. Fucking Brooks Kepka. I forgot he existed there for a second. You're going to live golf next week, right? Uh, is that is that next week that is I have Labor to Day? Is it that? after Labor Day? No, I gotta look it up. I'm coming to Boston next week. By the way, are you? For, for what? Yeah, I'm visiting family. Hey. My cousin had a couple of kids during COVID. I haven't seen them yet, so I'm going to go meet these kids. Got to go meet these kids. Yeah, I can't wait. That's awesome. Wait, where are they? Holliston, Mass. Holliston, Mass. Hey, I grew up in Hollis, New Hampshire. Holliston, Holliston yeah, Mass. On like, uh, it's like 45 minutes west of the city. Holliston, Massachusetts. That is an hour from me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're kind of near. Oh, not really near. That's not good. Well, oh, kind of near Foxborough, but yeah. Yeah. Let's, anyway. let's not, let's not, you don't need to give out addresses here. That's true. That's true. Don't you don't want all the people flocking, all your fans flocking you. And I lied. They're not even from Halston. They're from a town near there. Throw these people off my scent. All these live bots, Twitter coming to find me. <laughs> How dare you say that about live? You want me to get you a ticket for Saturday so you can go watch live? No, no. Okay. No, I can't believe you got to go to a live event. You're it's a traitor. You're a hey, if they, traitor. if, um, if they want me to write about live, I'm going to write about live. I played with a guy this weekend who works with PGA tour. He's a friend of mine. And he told me that he listens to our, our podcast and reads all my stuff. And I was like, do you think Jay Monahan would ever want to go play golf with me? And he's like, no, <laughs> I think you were saying that. I don't know. It would be cool if Jay Monahan read some of my stuff, but I don't think uh, Jay Monahan would like, especially the thing I wrote last week about how Jay Monahan should quit and give it to Tiger. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, he's not going to enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We love you, Jay. I don't, I, don't th- I don't think I'm ever going to play golf with Jay Monahan. No, gonna- I think that's out of the cards. I think that's yeah. not going to happen. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, do you have anything before we get into the tour championship? No, let's do tour championship. You want to get into it? The last event of the PGA tour schedule. I think what well, we're off for two weeks and then it's the Fortnite championship. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. 
It's crazy that there's just really not an end for golf. No, they, they there's no end. Like, hey, you get three days off next week, then we'll start the season again. It is crazy. <laughs> then we'll start it again. There's like a couple weeks off in December, and then we're just right back at it. And that was crazy too. It's during the during the first event, they'll be like, and here's an updated uh, FedEx Cup standings. And you're like, do we do, do we need FedEx Cup standings in a, re, a wraparound season event like in September? Like, all right, if he wins this, he's going to be in the lead. Corey Connors <laughs> is going to be the head. If he can keep his lead for the next 12 months, <laughs> he's going to be in good shape. <laughs> he could win. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Patrick Cantlay, he's number two. Sky Sheffler's number one. Will Zalatoris was number three. But that sucks. I'm not over that. I was looking forward to that. It was a bummer. Did you see the video? It was brutal. They were stretching him out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they did the one last one. He's like, no, 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 no. I can't do it. It was I was I was so four or five years ago I couldn't play golf for two years because of a bad back, and and then you blamed it on your brain. It's I didn't blame I you know it's a mind body. I, I want to get down to Willie Z and be like, don't let anyone get in there. I'm, I'm going to give you this book. Read this book. Start taking cold showers only. See you at the tour championship in two days. <laughs> I could fix Will's out tours in matter matter of days. And if not the tour championship, let's just get him ready for the president's cup. Yeah, or the Fortnite Championship of the World. Mm-hmm. Correct. Last three FedEx Cup champions: Cantlay, DJ. DJ. I haven't thought about Dustin Johnson in six months. I was thinking about that the other day. Which 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 <laughs> which live golfer do you do you miss the most? And I couldn't think of one guy that I missed watching play golf. So I I included this just to you know give a little background on who won who's won the FedEx Cup since the the point staggered start or whatever. I I had to look up Dustin Johnson. Because I forgot who won that year. Yeah. That's how meaningless his name is to me. So golf course, Eastlake Golf Club, par 70, 7,346 yards. Going to have to hit fairways. The rough here is brutal. I don't know if you remember that. It's that it's the, it's the that rough in Florida that I do. I know this tournament isn't in Florida, but it's that rough. I think it's Bermuda probably. That the yeah. ball just gets. Oh, we have that rough going on, right? We have that rough going on right now at our course this time of the year. It just gets like that. It's my least favorite thing of all time is the worst rough ever. And I hate it. It, You shouldn't be able to put that. We had a round the other day. It took so long just because we couldn't, we had to keep trying to find our balls like in the, in the rough. Cause like we just walk past them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's terrible. I hate, I hate that kind of rough. So you have to hit fairways around this place. It's, it's brutal. Uh, And then always at, at these kind of golf courses, I look at stroke scene putting Bermuda, just, you know, Bermuda's hard. Little grain. Yeah. I don't get grain. I don't understand it to be completely honest with you. Staggered start. Scotty Scheffler's at 10 under. Patrick Canley's at eight under. Uh Xander is next because they do not move up. So Xander doesn't fill Wills out of Taurus's place. They just Shaffle is starting at six under. Sam Burns is at five. Cameron Smith, Roy McElroy, Tony Finau, Sep Straka, and Sungjae yeah. Am are at four under. John Rom, Scott Stallings, Justin Thomas, Cameron Young, Matty Fitz are at three under. Max Homa, Matsuyama, Spieth, Neiman, Hovlander at two. Kamor Kawa, Billy Ho, Tom Hoagie, Corey Connors, Brian Harmon are at one. And then 10 shots back are KH Lee, JT Poston, Thigala, Adam Scott, and Aaron Wise. Love it. I do like the staggered start. Yeah, it's fun. I'm a fan now. Yeah, it's its own little thing. Yeah, I like it. Uh, betting odds. Scotty Scheffler is plus 240 to win. 
Patrick Cantlay is plus 400. Xander Shoffley is plus 750. Rory McIlroy is 1,200. John Rahm's 1,500. Tony Finau is plus 2,000. Cameron Smith's plus 2,000. So is Sam Burns. JT and Sungjae M are at plus 3,000. Matty Fitz is at four, and Cameron Young is at five. Hmm. It is just really hard to pick yeah. a winner that is just not in the top like three. Yeah, it's impossible, right? You're yeah. Throwing away money if you're, if you're betting on those guys. Like... Roy McIlroy tees up on Thursday afternoon and he's like the third tee timeout or the third from last tee time. So he's one of the last groups and he's just six back when he tees it up. Yeah. If he bogeys the first hole, he's seven back. Yeah. But you know, he got a lot of golf ahead of you. Mm -hmm. And Roy's used to starting off rounds of golf way back. You know, know, I don't hate that he's immediately losing. He usually plays better when he's immediately losing. You can kind of, you can have more of a fuck it mentality. It's true. You know, it's true, which I like. Where like if you got a two stroke lead, like people have said, like it feels weird right out of the gate. You're kind of like holding on because you don't want to lose it. You know, we saw that in um, one than on six. We saw that in what year was it? 2019 was when Rory won. I think he started five back of JT, and I think JT didn't he shoot like. Yeah. Three over in the first round, and all of a sudden it's just a regular tournament again. Yeah, exactly. So it takes one bad round from Scotty. If Scotty goes out and shoots one or two over on Thursday, well, we got a normal tournament, mm-hmm. which is cool. And we got Rory team paired up with uh, Cam Smith. That's going to be a little awkward, huh? Which I think that is shout out Willie Z, but that does make an incredible pairing. Although, does that mean, oh no, that just pushed everybody forward one. But yeah, so that's fun. That's going to be, I don't know. I don't, I don't, for us, I think it's cool, but I think Rory just shows up and they just play golf. Yeah. I wish it but, wasn't like that though. Yeah. I feel bad. Cam is like a nice dude, right? Like he's a, he's like, he's not like a bad guy, you know? So it's hard to root against him. And I probably won't miss him when he goes over there. Like we'll probably forget about him as much as we do with the other guys. Um, but like there's this taco place here, Taco Lou in Jack's Beach, where it's like, you know, it's a famous place down here. They have all these tequilas. It's this big place to go and drink and have food. And the other day, I guess Cam Smith was in there with the claret jug, uh, and they're all drinking out of it. I'm gonna miss Cam Smith. He's a guy. He's a he's a he's a nice fellow. I fell in love with him. I've early, if you go back to our 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 podcast from after the Players Championship, I, I followed him that Monday, and was in awe of the way he carried himself, the way he played. I, I, I pronounced my pronounced my my love to Cam Smith. You said Monday, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I forgot how big of a shit show the Players Championship was. Yeah, I, had st- I used my tickets from Friday to get into Monday. <laughs> and I was there. It was cold. There wasn't a lot of people there. It was just God, crazy. that was the that was just the worst tournament of all time. I completely yeah. forgot that was on a Monday. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a bummer for Cam, and I would like to see I would like to see Rory. I think this is what Rory should do first green instead of walking through his line wait till he puts his ball down walk over and kick his ball off the green <laughs> do you think rory would get a penalty for that if that's intentional or is that just and bad rory, manners rory is, will look at him and go hey i'm living my dream <laughs> <laughs> and then cam pulls out the claret jug and he goes suck on this you bitch this is what i took from you a couple months ago yeah i remember when i putted that crazy shot on 17 to beat you while you were just hitting uh, 92 pars in a row remember mm-hmm. that <laughs> that'd be great i think twitter would like that kind of a moment <laughs> twitter would like that i would love it i would hate it 
that's my guy. God yeah. damn it. What are you going to do? Um, do you have any guys in mind? It's just really hard to get betting picks. Although yeah. shout out Tipico, which I did not think they were going to do this. You can bet on the winner of this golf tournament without the strokes, which really? I think that's, is huge. Yeah. That's, 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 that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you can still pick a winner, which is really yeah. nice because picking a winner when everybody starts so far back is really hard. But if you take the strokes out of it, all, all of a sudden it becomes fun again in like a normal golf tournament, which is, which is nice. Yeah, you were saying uh, you were singing the praises of uh, Adam Scott last week. I probably should have taken him instead of Sungjae, but like he's what he's in twenty. He starts two twenty five at even par. Like he's not going to win the tournament, but he could win the the score tournament. He could win. What is that? Gross. I always mix yeah. those twos up. Those two yeah, up. Too. Those two up. It's those gross. Two. I believe. Well, you want to get a hoagie? Hoagie. But yeah, so I think that's gross. Uh, I do like Adam Scott. Looking at a couple names, uh, last year, a man that tied with Kevin Na winning this tournament gross and seemed to find something on the weekend at the BMW is uh, Mr. Mr. Two-Time Dad now, Mr. John Rahm. I think yeah. is an interesting name to look at for gross champion. I don't know. It sucks. I think he was starting seven back. Like That's crazy to think that he could come from seven back and win, but... When Rory started five back, I think he eventually won by four. Yeah. So it can be done. I was thinking about this the other day while I was watching John Rahm. And I think about it almost every time I watch John Rahm play golf. Do you think he's fat? Do I think John Rahm's fat? Yeah. No, I think he's big. He's like, isn't right he on like that six edge. three? Yeah, but he's kind of, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of a big fella. Every, every time yeah. I watch him, I was like, is he fat or is he not fat? What's going on with John Rahm? Let's get a classification for John Rom. I think he's an athlete. He played behind me, by the way, this year at Bay Hill. I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Did you see him up close? Yeah. Is I was he telling fat? his partner about my. Yeah, I think he's kind of fat. Not there's anything wrong. I'm fat too. I mean, <laughs> but I do. That's okay, John. I, I I see John Rom, and I, I'm like, oh, okay, can be done. All right. Hmm. I'm going to officially go on the record. I do not think John Rahm is fat. I think okay. he's just, I think he's big. I think, you know, how they call like 14 year old Husky because they don't want to make yeah. them feel bad about themselves. John Rahm is a Husky adult. Husky. Yeah. yeah I, I like that. I'm going to call it. I'm, a, I'm Husky too. I think you're Husky. Yeah. But you're big though. Like, aren't you like six, three? Yeah. When we met in person and shook hands for the first time, I was yeah. shocked at how big you were like tall wise. Yeah. Tall. Cause I'm not that tall. I'm like five ten. Yeah. But you were at least five inches taller than me. Easily. Yeah. Towered over me. Our video oh. together looks ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should call this episode. Is John, is John Rom fat? Is John Rom fat? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too mean. Don't do that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> we lo- I love John Rom. I do too. I love John Rom too. At one point, I was talking to his uh, partner, the country singer that day. I was t- We were at the tea boxes because there was a uh, there's a hold up and I'm going through my first three holes with the country singer like that. But then Rom, I look over Rom just kind of staring at me like, what are you, why is this guy talking right now? <laughs> he wasn't like a perturbed, but he was just kind of like, oh, Wednesday pro am. So I got to listen to this fucking 15 handicap. Tell me how he topped the ball on one. Tell me more. But what happened? A double bogey. Oh, okay. God, I can't imagine having to be a pro golfer and they do that every Wednesday, just every... playing with absolute people that cannot play golf. And it's no. like, man, I got to talk. I got to talk to these guys like they are even okay at golf. That's why Kokrak, I mean, RIP, uh, Jason Kokrak, 
he that's right at the end he was like we were walking up 18 and he was telling me he's like some some weeks we get stuck with some really bad pairings he's like thank you for being fun and like normal some people like to say that you pushed co-crack to live yeah i go I, yeah i said at one point i go you you, you don't have the balls to go to live <laughs> he said sorry there he went i go you heard me and i, I walked away Remember when he hit the travelers when he picked up his ball and left? Yeah, he hit it over the over the green. Just call it a day. See you guys later. <laughs> what a scumbag that guy is. It was nice to me. I liked him. I I don't think we would get along politically or uh, you know uh, other ways, but uh, but for a four hour round of golf, yeah, we had fun. We had a lot of laughs. I bet yeah. with him a couple times on closest to the pin. You know, it was it was good. I, you know, what a day. What a day. But John Rahm, uh, he's John Rahm. Um, outright to win this. He starts seven back and he's only plus 1500. That doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what it is. Outright without stroke is plus 750, which I like. Plus five for a top, or, or no, plus 180 for a top five with strokes, which I don't hate because he's borderline already in the top five. So if he just plays well, he'll probably finish in the top five. Mm-hmm. Shout out John Rahm. It's, I didn't realize Sam Burns is fourth. Can I? Yeah, that's crazy. He must. Did he finish a, cu- a good couple finishes in the playoffs or something? Because I can't believe yeah. he's that high. Oh no, no, hasn't he won three times? What am yeah, I talking he won three about? Three times this year. Yeah, I already. I always forget that Sam Burns is like good at golf. Really good. Yeah, it's crazy. Can I tell you something? Brian Harmon made it in here. Yeah, shout out Brian Harmon. Shout yeah. out the little guy. I. What I am to you is what Brian Harmon is to me, height wise. I'm not oh, a very yeah. big person. I tower over Brian Harmon. I make him look like a little man. He's yeah. like, what, 5'5"? Five, five? Probably, yeah. Yeah. He makes push him over? Yeah, I pushed him <laughs> with my with my, my pinky. So I do to anyone who's shorter than me. I just push him I over. I just push him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xander Shoffley won the tour championship in 2017. He was a Dude. rookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I don't remember who won the FedEx Cup in 2017, if I'm going to be honest with you. But... Since the start of the 2017 tour championship, and I think that's the only that's the first one that Xander shot in. Guess how many times he shot over parties? Like once. Zero? He only has two even round pars at East Lake. Out of the 20 rounds he's played at East Lake since 2017, he shot under par 18 times. Damn. It's pretty good. He was the gross winner in 2020. He was the gross third place finisher in 2021. He starts what? Three back? Yeah. Four back? He could win this thing outright. Plus 750. Uh, outright without strokes is plus 1200, which seems ridiculous. I'll probably bet a lot on that. You know, how the, Masters, loves this place. You know how the Masters has the, the honorary um, tee shots? The yeah, they should have Xander do it. No, they should do They should bring back three former champions to do it and i'll tell you who my picks are justin rose can we talk about how justin rose isn't live he's <laughs> no. got to be going to live if you bring justin rose brant Snedeker, and bill haas back to hit the three opening tee shots how special would that be brant Snedeker has won this yes <laughs> did he win the tour championship or did he just win the fedex cup he won the fedex cup Brant Snedeker. I haven't thought about Brant Snedeker since 2012, 2018. Because it was right before the Ryder Cup. He won. 
I remember I saw him when I was at the Ryder Cup. And I yelled at him like, "Can I borrow some money?" Something stupid. Some, yeah, that sounds something like you would say. <laughs> Congrats on the FedEx Cup championship! Can I get some money? Yeah. So they, imagine the, the 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 history and the the, the tears that morning as Brant Snedeker in Atlanta teed up his ball, hit a tee shot, and said, "All right, boys, tournament's begun." What kind, what color coats would they wear? If if Augusta's green. Yeah, they would, these would be red Coca-Cola coats that have Coca-Cola bottles all over them. I forgot that Coca-Cola. It used to be, wasn't it the tour championship presented by Coca-Cola or like yeah. by Coca-Cola or something? Everyone in Atlanta just was always drinking Coca-Cola. Just house and Coke. I, have you had a regular the soda? Coke? The soda. Have you, ever had a, have you had a regular Coke in a, in a while? It's like. No, I, if, I, if I have a Coke, it's probably a Diet Coke. Yeah, I enjoy a good Diet Coke. I, I, I had a sip of a real Coke couple years ago and it was like lighter fluid it's just like i felt like enamel coming off my teeth felt it's just like oh i like the taste of diet coke better than coke 100 oh, yeah. i like the, I, I like diet pepsi better than all of them but i'm just saying are you a um are you a dr pepper guy i enjoy dr pepper yeah so i've been my go-to recently has been i'm drinking one right now a diet dr pepper oh those are those are tremendous dude it tastes exactly the same yeah they're unbelievable that's what i'm drinking right now they're fantastic yeah, I, I I get too addicted to that stuff. All of a sudden, I look up and I got an empty twelve pack of Diet Dr Pepper. I yeah, me too. It, it it's tough because I'll 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 drink three four of them a day. Oh, yeah. just because oh, the first, uh, there's nothing in it. I I'll just drink another one of these. This first couple of chugs too, until your eyes start to water up a little bit. Man, that's the stuff. Now this is the thing because some people don't like Dr Pepper, and I'm about to ask you about something else that some people don't like just because we're coming up on that time of year. Mm-hmm. Are you a candy corn guy? Yeah, I enjoy candy corn. Oh God, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I hate I, the people. I, I hate the people that act like candy corn isn't good. Candy corn's fantastic. Yeah, those people are losers. Losers. Yeah, I have a, I have a bag of candy corn open my counter right now. I enjoy. I, I, I like to stuff my mouth with like maybe twelve of them and have get a like candy corn ball going. Now this is my thing. I love the pumpkins mm-hmm. because I think they just taste the same. Yeah. I don't like the ones that have brown because I think that's a different flavor and I'm not a fan. Okay. You ever have those? Yeah, you don't taste the those, same. Yeah, those are a little more rare to find. But yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy the old school candy. Yeah, corn. classic. And then the pumpkins are really good too. But mm-hmm. the pumpkins are big though. It's like putting like a like chew tobacco in the corner of your mouth. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Were you chewing on something over there? No, it's just one of these uh, pumpkins. Just just stuffing just stumping pumpkins in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we have to talk about in the next yep, couple of weeks, just because there's October. no golf. What do you think? Of, you, you like October? Yeah. Yeah, October's good. Yeah. I'm honestly okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay. Did you play golf this weekend? So my buddy and I played a 36-hole match. Uh, we played 18 at our at our club, and then we went and played our second 18 at our, our buddy's club. One day? One day. Florida sun, Florida heat. So played 18, come home, walk the dog, take a shower, change the clothes, go out to the other course. 18 there and around the 13th hole of my first round i shot a 42 on the front missed a couple pots was playing pretty well okay and 13th hole hit a bomb drive middle of the fairway take out a nine iron hosel it to the right <sighs> everything starts spinning mm-hmm. god you're talking to the right person about this i panically like hit a, 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 a panically hit it into a greenside bunker i go up to hit a bunker shot bunker shot goes 90 degrees to the right into another bunker things are spinning 
I somehow just get up and down, but I'm like, oh my God, this is going really bad. Next hole, driver's fine, hit a drive. There's water right on the right side of the fairway that never comes into play. Well, it came into play. I hosled it into the water. Things are spinning out of control. It's just me and my buddies, the twosome out there. He's trying to be like, oh, that's all right. My match is going down the tubes. I'm thinking I'm never going to be able to play golf again in my life. I somehow scrounged it together and hit decent shots. I probably only, I probably only hosled it like three or four times. But those three or four times make you think, like, I'm never going to be able to play golf again. So then we go over to my buddy's club, and I decided to take my eight iron out and just hit a bunch of eight irons on the, on the range. Looked like I had never played golf before in my life. Hitting shots, like, there was, a, there was trees on the right side of the range. My buddy's like, how many of those trees are you going to hit? I was doinking the trees. And I'm like, I've been looking so forward to this 36-hole match. Uh, it's a great day. Like, I don't know how to play golf anymore. And proceeded to go out and lose the front nine. Uh, I proceeded to lose eight of the nine holes on the front nine. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't hit irons. Couldn't do anything. <laughs> I lost the match like t- by 10 holes. Like by the night, on the ninth. He aimed you. On the ninth green, we were shaking hands. And after the ninth green, we went into the, uh, we went into the bar there and we had double transfusions mm-hmm. and a shot of fireball. It's the only cure. And I went out and I played the back nine. Like I had a, I had a birdie. It's like I knocked a, a, a nine iron to like two feet on a hole and I played fine the rest of the way. But for about three hours of golf, I, I was getting boat raced. I couldn't, I had no confidence. I was hitting misses. I was having misses that are just, I don't have. And they're just causing. The worst part about that is, is once you turned it around, your swing probably felt exactly the same. Yeah. And that's I, the I worst part about golf. I'd be over an iron shot and I'm like, oh, don't do it again. And like, I could feel it above my head. I'm like, Oh, this isn't going to go well. And then like, every time you drive up to a ball, you're like, the thoughts are not good. And you're just trying to get, yeah, it was, it was bad. That's bad. I played yeah. too. I played like I've that. had the hosels on the range for like the past, like two months or two weeks, three weeks. And uh, they never came into the course, but they came to the course last week. Can I give you a tip about how I got over the shanks? Yes, please do. Uh, when I got over the shanks, I started swinging like I couldn't feel my arms. And you just rely totally on your body and your rotation yeah. gets better because usually shanks happen when you're trying too much with your arms because your arms go out. Yeah. And uh, I just started to feel like I don't use my arms at all in my swing anymore. And it actually feels really good. I, I've no, I did notice that my distance on each club has probably gone down probably like five yards just because you're not getting like that snap at the bottom. Yeah. But my consistency is a lot better. Okay. Which I'll take oh, over. Yeah. I'll take, I'll lose five yards in every club oh, if yeah. it means that I'm hitting good shots. I don't care. But I was hitting great drives. Like I had no problem, no mental blocks with the drives. And I'd get up to an iron shot. I'm like a friend of mine who I play with all the time was just like, he played with us in the afternoon only. And he's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The next time, next time you go at the range, like get to the top of your swing and literally feel like you're just leaving your hands there and just interesting. Yeah. And see what it does. It helped me. I don't know if it's going to help you, but it helped me. I played too. I played like shit. Yeah. But it was more, my swing felt fine, but all of a sudden I, I had the calm more cow going on for the last couple of months. I've been playing primarily a cut. And then all of a sudden on half of my shots is drawing. And when you're drawing, but you're aiming left, that's just not a greatness. No, no. But the swing still feels good. Short game's fine. Putter's fine. It's just for some reason, my cut went away for a couple hours. But what are you going to do? 
what can you do? I'm playing again Friday and Saturday, and I just hope to God all that's behind me because it's yeah, not fun. I gotta, when you're not hitting good shots like that, like missing like that, it's not fun. No, it's not fun. I got I know. to it all week, and you get out there, and you're like, this is what I'm doing out here? Whistling balls into the water that's not even going to play? <laughs> I've never seen that bomb before. No. Then I had to like, go in my bag and find old balls. I'm like, I don't want to hit these Pro V1s in the goddamn water. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Got boat raced. I talked a lot of shit in the group text leading up to that week to friends who were friends who couldn't make it in the group text. Like, hey, give us some uh, updates. What's going on? What's going on? Kind of went dark there for a little while. And then you got to tell me you got aimsed. Yeah, I got crushed. You just can't talk shit all week and then get aimsed. No, but it wasn't like if I played well and got aimsed, or if I, you know, it was just like that's true. Two hours things just went just went haywire. That's true. That's true. Like if we I was have missing thing, like four footers to like win holes or to lose holes, like that'd be something. Mm-hmm. My buddy That's plays, true. My buddy plays ass off. He's a 12 handicap. It was more like an eight. He's a sandbagger. So sandbagger. He played well. Are you still double digits, even including that? Or did you not input that score? Yeah, I'm a nine, six now. Oh, okay. Six, yeah. But we had fun out there. I never got like down on myself. I kind of played it as like, ah, what the hell? We're going to figure this out. You know, I have friends, some friends would just go dark and I, I didn't go dark. I was just kind of like, what the, what the fuck is that? Like just weird shots. When you, when you have the shanks, dude, it's at some point you're just like, well, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. 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 Bad. Bad. Hopefully they're gone this weekend. Yeah. We'll see. Do you go at the range at all during the week to try to get rid of them or you just show up on Friday? Like, I went last right. Friday to hit balls just for the fun. I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about like shanks because last week I played really, I played well. And all of a sudden, I just start shanking them on the range. I'm like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. oh, boy. Yeah, shanks can happen too if you're coming too far from the inside because your club has nowhere to go. So if yeah. you try to feel like you're trying to slice the shit out of the golf ball, that might also help. Like if you yeah. just open everything up and try to play a big cut, you'll you'll the shanks will be gone, but then you'll have to deal with a big cut. See, but. that's what my golf swing is like. I never have any. I don't ever. I never have any thoughts about my swing. I don't know what my body does or whatever. I just kind of play more just off a of feel. God, I and wish. So then you start trying to like think like, wait, how do I normally do this? And it's just like just something I just do. So mm-hmm. then you start I'm, trying to like figure out what you're doing wrong. After a year of getting my swing into a better spot where the shanks are gone, now I'm finally at the spot where oh, I this is my swing now. I can just swing it and I know where the ball is going to go. But man, it was bleak for about a year because they're yeah. always thinking about where something is, and you can't play yeah. golf like that. There's times too that yeah, where like a friend had a cart like kind of up to the right, and I'm like, uh. You might want to move that back. I'm not sure what's going on right now. <laughs> and they have to be like, what? And then you have to beep, beep, back it up. You're yeah, like, oh. yeah. Andy's up. He's got the shank. Because <laughs> I told you I almost killed the guy with a shank a couple years ago, right? When it yep. like, went through his cart. You've seen me almost kill somebody. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Good times out there. Good times. You got anything else for the people? No, I'm ready for some lunch. Yeah, me too. I'm hungry. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, husky, enjoy the husky boy over here wants another. Yeah, husky boy needs his second lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enjoy the tour championship. It's our last real tournament until the President's Cup, probably, and that's yeah. in a month. So we have four more days of golf, and then we have to wait a month until the President's Cup, which sucks. But yeah. it's almost it's also almost football season, so I guess that's going to get us through until the President's Cup, which is awesome. Let's do it. So enjoy the golf, everybody. Enjoy East Lake, and we will talk to you next Tuesday, probably about nothing. That's what we got going on. Come on back for that. (laughs) 
<laughs> See ya. See ya.